0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it. This is page 937. To copy it, a larger part of me was irritated to see an arrow catch so much more polished than my original. I noticed a telltale uniformity in the pieces. Someone made a set of boldings? I asked. Basil nodded. Oh yes, ages ago. Two sets. He smiled. I've got to say, it's clever stuff. Took me a long while to get my head around how the inertial trigger worked, but now that I've got it, he tapped his forehead. I've made two myself. Good money for the time they take beats the hell out of deck lamps. That wrung a smile out of me. Anything is better than deck lamps. I agreed, picking it up. Is this one of yours? He shook his head. Mine sold a month back. They don't sit long. Claire of you to price it so low. I turned it over in my hands and saw a word grooved into the metal. The blocky letters went deep into the iron, so I knew they were part of the mold. They read, bloodless. I looked up at Basil. He smiled. You took off without giving it a proper name, he said. Then Kilvin formalized the schema and added it to the records. We needed to call it something before we started to sell it. His smile faded a bit. But that was around the same time word came back you'd been lost at sea. So Kilvin brought in Master Eladin to give it a proper name, I said, still turning it in my hands. Of course. Kilvin grumbled a bit, Basil said, called it dramatic nonsense, but it stuck. He shrugged and ducked down and rummaged a bit before bringing up a book. Anyway, you want your credit? He started flipping pages. You've got to have a chunk of it built up by now. A lot of folk have been making them. He found the page he wanted and ran his finger along the ledger line. There we are. Sold 28 so far. Basil, I said, I really don't understand what you're talking about. Kilvin already paid me for the first one I made. Basil furrowed his brow. Your commission, he said matter-of-factly. Then, seeing my blank look, he continued. Every time the stocks sell something, the fishery gets a 30% commission and whoever owns the schema gets 10%. I thought stocks kept the whole 40, I said shocked. He lifted one shoulder in a shrug. Most times it does. Stocks owns most of the old schemas. Most things have already been invented, but for something new. Manit never mentioned that, I said. Basil gave an apologetic grimace. Old Manit is a workhorse, he said politely, but he's not the most innovative fellow around. He's been here what? What? Jordana what? The end of the page. End of the page, baby. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. Jeremy's still away. Yeah, so the implication here is that Kilvin is the one who like finishes it, right? Is the one who makes the molds and formalizes the schema. And I would trust Kilvin. So, you know, I think we we have no reason to doubt that, right? But it's not explicit, right? We're not told who actually finishes it up, just that Kilvin adds it to the records. So I'm not saying anyone messed with it. That's not my theory. I think it's equally likely that it is exactly the formula that Quoth put out. But I do think that there's a ton of them out there. They're easy to make. Mm -hmm. They sell well. So people are making them like the, the artificers are making them. People are buying them. So there's a proliferation of these things out there. If it becomes apparent that there is an unintended use for them, which as someone who makes things that go out in the world and get used I can tell you, people will find unintended use cases for your things. They will break it. They will, they will use it in ways you didn't expect. A hundred percent of the time, if someone finds a use case for it that wasn't intended and is perhaps deadly or damaging, that you can't unshoot that arrow, so to speak, and no pun intended. Like these things are out in the world and they're potentially very dangerous. As Quoth articulated when he talked about, you know, a cartwheeling kid getting caught by one.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: Yes, indeed. We've talked talked a few times about like siege weaponry like artificing for weaponry. We haven't really encountered that yet, but you know, what if you use this to make a gun or something?
1: It's it's future possibilities aside, I do think that it's interesting that like two professors that Quoth is maybe not necessarily in favor with because he's not always in favor with Elden, but two professors that are close to Quoth that came together to finish this thing for him. Or, or that he made, not really for him, but...
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, th- I see them as Coeth's allies, too, right? Yeah. So, yes, and I, I see them as, like, honoring him by giving it that name as well, which is interesting. All this time has passed, and folks think he's dead. I guess he's already been to the Masters, so Kilvins knows knows he's alive, right?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, all the Masters know he's he's alive again. I think everyone at this point, probably everyone in the university realizes he's alive.
0: Yeah, seems that way.
1: Except for maybe Ambrose and his
0: cronies. We haven't seen Ambrose's reaction yet?
1: Yeah, we haven't seen anything from Ambrose. But I imagine that when we do see something from Ambrose, it will be entertaining. I know we've read this book before, and I should probably, like, know what Ambrose thinks Slash does, but I I don't remember, so.
0: I'm flipping forward to see. Uh, I don't know if we do. Let's keep an eye out, but... You know, it also doesn't matter, right? We don't particularly need to see Ambrose's reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It looks like Quoth. <laughs> what? On page nine fifty eight, Quoth uh, fucks with him apparently unbidden. I'm I'm just slipping through the pages. So the person to cast the next stone is Quoth. By the way.
1: A oh, shocker.
0: Yeah, I know. Big shocker. What do you make of this whole thing? Like, surprise, there's a bunch of money that you didn't know about
1: it makes sense with the story because normally we would look at this and be like oh yes okay so quotes gonna be okay for money like yes relief kind of thing but we've already received that relief because we know that the mayor has paid for his tuition
0: exactly so now i guess the idea is that his money troubles are set forever he's not just like doing it based on a scam he has a legitimate and apparently like now endless source of income in the commission from his invention, you know, so even if he does, if his scam gets discovered, he can still like, he's still in the books as the inventor of this schema and therefore is entitled to 10% of every sale, which is pretty good. We talked about how,
1: yeah, that's some nice royalties.
0: Exactly. It's nice royalties. Like, and, and also the, the people who build the things get 60% of them, right? 60% goes to the artificer, 40 goes to the, to the fishery itself. And then a quarter of that, goes to the inventor. You know, to put a marxist lens on it, which you know I want to do, they own the means of their production. They're getting paid directly for for what they're making here. In in the real world, you know, they the workers are paid like a fraction fractions of percentage points of the value of the work they do. Whereas here they're paid a majority of it, which is uh, pretty cool. Indeed. Yeah. Listeners, if you have a job, ask yourself, how valuable is the work you do? What is the value you create to your employer? It is, by definition, a lot more than what they pay you. Otherwise, they wouldn't pay you.
1: Me making money.
0: That's right. You are making You are making money by very virtue of doing that work. So the value of what you do is orders of magnitude more than what you're paid for. Ah, uh, capitalism. You know, yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's only through organized labor that we will... Uh, have a chance at uh, at changing this system. Think about uh, getting organized. I'm not saying you need to join a, a U-word right away, but I am saying if you have solidarity for your fellow workers and understand that you're all uh, on the same side against the exploitation class, if you just kind of adopt that mindset, you'll start to see the gaps a little bit more. I've been extra Marxist the last few days, haven't I?
1: Nah, yeah, you know, it comes and goes.
0: <laughs> I guess, Yeah. I'm feeling real Marxist in my in my private life these days. Let me tell you,
1: as I mean, as 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 one should could. I don't know how. uh, I I can't. I I imagine there's a way that it could affect your life negatively, but I don't know what it would be. So.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm not like actively trying to organize my workplace, but I'm sure feeling exploited.
1: Yes, well, it only means that you're seeing your world more
0: clearly. That's right. It's real matrix shit. On that
1: happy note. (laughs) Uh, I believe we're done with notes for the page. Would you like to read any mail?
0: Yes, I, I should. I feel like we didn't talk about this page very much.
1: I feel like uh, that's because there might not be a lot to talk about on this page.
0: I guess so. The di- as we've said, the dialogue-heavy pages tend to uh, tend to go quick. All right, let's read this this letter here from Curtis, on page seven ninety-seven. Hard and soft seas, A response. Could that be? 977. Probably not because we haven't got there yet. Curtis writes, long time no talk pagers. This is my fault. I'm sorry, but I think hope intend to be back. Amanda wrote to you about the pronunciation, the letter C in the Temerant worlds. Wait, did we read this, Jordana? I don't think so. No, hard and soft Cs.
1: If we did, I have a very short goldfish memory.
0: Amanda wrote to you about the pronunciation, the letter C, the pronunciation of the letter C in Temerant words. While it's true that how English handles this letter has IRL historical reasons, which have no bearing on Temerant linguistics, I do think that they should influence or inform our pronunciations. Rothfuss is an English-speaking author writing a book in English for an English audience. Therefore, he and we are aware of the rules for how C is to be treated in certain contexts, and Rothfuss is probably leaning on these institutions, whether intentionally or otherwise, in order to achieve his effect. Moreover, I doubt that C, both the shape and the meaning with all of its baggage, is a letter in Temerant. All of this is a transcription of sorts from one language into an audience-friendly orthography, even if Rothfuss is not pulling a Tolkien and pretending to translate ancient texts which he has found and which originated from the world of the story. Therefore, we can rely to some extent on the usual meanings of these symbols within our own orthography. Otherwise, why not use M for a th sound or transcribe words wholly or partially via Pinyin? Of course, if Rothfuss explicitly says that somewhere that C should be pronounced a certain way, then he should be at least respected in this directive, even if the audience does not always obey it. But to my knowledge, he has given guidance mainly on shaldish. Although it is fairly common and even expected for transcription rules to be consistent across languages for a given work or author, especially in the context of either the application of an entirely new orthography system without reference to past transcription efforts or inventing the language from scratch, this is not always the case. Especially if certain ortho phonetic aesthetic or faux historical cross linguistic affects or effects are being attempted. It could even be the case that C in our Latin orthography is being employed in order to capture some of the feel of in world orthographies, be they alphabets or not, whether that be written appearance, internal or cross linguistic variation of the same, or any graphemes or something else. Anyway, I would not necessarily internalize the notion that the Schaldish Latin orthographic rules are universally applicable to Latin alphabet transcri- transcriptions of any other Temeran language. It is certainly possible and should inform our expectations and interpretations, not least of all because the transcriptions were all done by the same author in the same work or body of works, but is not guaranteed to be the case, and it may well be that the rules are intentionally different between Rothfuss's languages. Shaldish Latin spelling is not dispositive of any other transcription rule. Yours, Curtis, pronounced shertesh. This time.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's all very fascinating. I don't I don't know what to do with that information.
0: <laughs> I guess just, uh, you know, I, I, I
1: like to read and enjoy it. I just, I don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> I, I always find this stuff interesting.
1: Yeah, Curtis is very thorough, which is nice. But it also means that I have very little to say about it other than yes.
0: <laughs> well, listeners, we shall stroke our chins and nod thoughtfully and say, yes, when you write to us next time, which you can do... By writing us at gmail.com. You can also join the discussion on the Discord, which uh, should be in the link in the show notes now, if you want to join the Discord and you haven't yet. Uh, it's it's popping. It's going off.
1: Yeah, see. The Discord is, is so popping that I can't keep up with it at this point. I, like, check it, and I'm like, oh, my God, things happened. I can't. I don't know. <laughs>
0: It's not a novel. You don't have to like catch up to it. You just, you know, you just join the chat. But what about the the Discord FOMO? Well, then you just gotta, you just gotta mow, I guess. (laughs) You gotta put aside the foe and just enjoy the mow. All right. All right. And uh, you can participate further by visiting patreon.com slash page of the wind and pledging as little as a dollar a month to help support the show. We are supported entirely by listener donations, and uh, if you do support the show, you can get such wonderful extras as an extra episode every month, stuff Jordana makes, and uh, stuff that someone else makes with Jordana's stuff on it, that you can put on your body, or shower curtain. (laughs) I keep forgetting about those. Listeners, don't let Jordana forget about the shower curtains. Order a shower curtain. Clad your bod in a shower curtain. And hang a t-shirt. <laughs> like a cape. On the rack above <laughs> like your like bathtub. That's right. And uh, you can listen to more of us tomorrow on another page. Uh, the Wind. wind.